WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. A suspect has been arrested in a Benton Township murder and arson this year. The Benton Township Police Department says firefighters responded to a fire at a home in the 2100 block of Coolidge Avenue March 11th and found Wendell Hill unconscious inside. He was pulled out of the home and pronounced dead at the scene. At the time, police said the incident was suspicious and being investigated as a homicide. Then today, they announced 22-year-old Raymond Boguki has been taken into custody and charged with open murder, felony murder, and arson in the case. He's in the Berrien County Jail. Lake Michigan College has announced the lineup for its next speaker series, and there have been a few changes this year. LMC Vice President of Academics Ken Flowers tells us the Economic Club of Southwestern Michigan name has been retired, and now it's just the Lake Michigan College Speaker Series. That's after the college took over the Economic Club of Southwestern Michigan Speaker Series in 2017 and over time incorporated it into the Mendel Center programming. We're looking to offer fewer programs to kind of give people multiple choices of different things that they might be interested in. Flowers says the old model of belonging to the Economic Club to attend speaker engagements no longer exists. So there's no longer the membership portion. Basically what you will do is buy tickets like you would at any other event. In the lineup this year, our former chief official White House photographer Pete Souza on September 19th, William Shatner on October 14th, and boxing champion Lila Ali on January 18th. The Shatner event will include a screening of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. The engagements were announced this week, along with the full Mendel Center lineup for the coming year. You can learn all about them at themendelcenter.com slash events. The Great Lakes Surf Rescue Project is working to train lifeguards and others to help those who run into trouble while swimming in Lake Michigan. The group's Bob Pratt tells us they held a training session for Silver Beach lifeguards in St. Joseph last week, and they were in Sawyer today for more training with a private group. He says the Great Lakes Surf Rescue Project was started in response to the high number of drownings in the lake. We have five main areas that we work on. We track the drownings on the five Great Lakes. We're the only organization that tracks the drownings on the Great Lakes. And since 2010, when we started, there have been over 1,175 fatal drownings on the Great Lakes. Pratt says the group uses a version of the training recommended by the United States Life Saving Association modified to fit the Great Lakes. He says they have unique challenges when compared to swimming in the ocean due to the shorter and more frequent waves. He has a three-word strategy to follow when struggling in the lake. Flip, float, and follow. If you flip over onto your back, that allows you to keep your head out of the water and breathe whenever you need to. Float to conserve your energy. Float to calm yourself down because panic is one of the, the leading killers in drowning. And follow means to follow the currents rather than to fight it. Pratt says you can float with the current until you're in a safer position to swim back to shore. The Great Lakes Surf Rescue Project has worked with lifeguards at both Silver Beach and for the city of New Buffalo, with Pratt noting most Lake Michigan beaches, including all state parks, don't have lifeguards. The man charged in a 2021 murder in Benton Harbor has been found guilty on all counts. Ricky Lorenzo Bridgman, who was accused of killing 33-year-old Darquin James of Benton Harbor on November 22nd of 2021, heard the jury's verdict yesterday after a trial. Police say Bridgman went to a house in the 600 block of Highland Avenue where James was staying. The two got into an argument before Bridgman shot James multiple times, according to police. He then was a wanted fugitive for nearly a year before being arrested at a motel in Arkansas. The arresting officers at the time found drugs and a gun in his room. He was found guilty this week of first-degree murder. He was also found guilty of possession of a firearm by a felon, tampering with an electronic device, and multiple felony firearm charges. The Berrien County Prosecutor's Office says he'll be sentenced on September 11th.
Congressman Bill Heisinger says the deal reached between Hunter Biden and federal prosecutors this week strikes a blow to the credibility of Democrats. Under the agreement released Tuesday, Biden will plead guilty to a couple of misdemeanor tax charges while charges of possessing a firearm while being a user of illegal drugs will be dropped after he completes two years of probation. Heisinger says that's not right. It seems that there there's different outcomes depending on what your last name is. And we know this, that there has been deference that has been paid to Hunter Biden because of his father. And this is just outrageous in my mind. Heisinger says Democrats really care about gun violence. They shouldn't be condoning Hunter Biden getting off so easily. He says they should support the case being investigated and prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Berrien County Veterans Services will hold an event next week for all veterans to get some free food, have some fun, and learn about the services available to them. Veterans Services Director Maureen Adams tells us veterans are invited to the Three Oaks American Legion on Wednesday from 6 to 9 p.m. It's Battle of the Branches. We have Bad Axe Billy's coming out with his axe-throwing rig. It's an opportunity for veterans to participate in our Dine and Discover series where veterans have the opportunity to enjoy some engagement with fellow veterans in addition to learning about their VA benefits. Adam says many veterans don't know about all the benefits available to them in the office can do a benefit check at the gathering. The event is part of the ongoing Dine and Discover series of veteran services. The next event will be August 22nd with beer bottle painting at the Bridgman American Legion. Those who plan to attend next week are asked to register by calling Berrien County Veteran Services. St. Joseph Today is bringing back two concert series this summer. Events manager Danielle Crevere tells us the Wednesday Brown Bag Concert Series and the Friday Night Concert Series will both return starting in July. The Wednesday Brown Bag Concert Series takes place every Wednesday at the John E.N. Howard Band Shell from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. She says it's a chance for anyone to take in some music during their lunch break. It's got a beautiful view of the St. Joseph River, and it's just a really fun place to kind of grab lunch and eat outdoors and just enjoy an hour of good entertainment. The Brown Bag Concerts again start again on July 12th. Crevere says the Friday Night Concert Series, also at the Howard Band Shell, will be each Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. This year we're excited to bring back the series as a whole, so we are running that concert series every Friday from July 14th. So that kicks off on our Mike Your Weekend, Love Local Weekend, and every Friday through September 1st. Crevere says the Friday Night Concert Series was held in a limited form last year, while the Brown Bag Series was last held in 2019 because of COVID. The shows are all free to attend. We'll have the lineup at our website. The Bridgman Open Air Market will host a Pet Adoption Day this weekend. The market says that two local groups will be at the market with adoptable pets for everyone to meet and mingle with on Sunday. The groups include the Humane Society of Southwestern Michigan and Animal Aid of Southwestern Michigan. Members from each will be on hand to talk about those interested in adopting a pet from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. The Bridgman Open Air Market is held each Sunday in the parking lot behind United Federal Credit Union on the corner of Lake Street and Red Arrow Highway. You can find out more at their Facebook page. And the Berrien County Road Department is advising drivers the Lakeside Road Amtrak Railroad Crossing in New Buffalo Township will be closed starting on Monday for maintenance work on the crossing and tracks. A Lakeside Road will be completely closed to traffic at the crossing, and everyone's advised to seek an alternate route. The work at the crossing will take about a week, weather permitting. The recommended detour will be Kruger Road to Red Arrow Highway to US-12. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg Report. WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture and Dwozhak, where furniture shopping is fun. The Attorney General today responded to Republican complaints that President Biden's son, Hunter, received a sweetheart deal 
bargain deal from the Justice Department. Morph maybe sees Andy Field in Washington. Trump-appointed prosecutor David Weiss made the tax and gun charge plea deal with Hunter Biden to avoid jail time. Attorney General Merrick Garland says he had no part of the investigation or deal. He had and has complete authority, as I said, to bring a case anywhere he wants. But congressional Republicans insist, so far without evidence, that President Biden helped his son avoid prison. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. The deadly implosion of the Titan submersible is raising questions about whether the vessel exploring the Titanic wreckage was destined for its own disaster because of its unconventional design and its creator's refusal to submit to safety checks that are a standard in the industry. The Titan, developed and operated by Ocean Gate Expeditions, was touted for a design that included a carbon fiber hull, an elongated cabin for crew and passengers and more. But outside experts say the design and construction of the submersible put greater stress on its structure, and others say OceanGate's failure to submit to outside safety testing posed additional concerns. Chinese nationals and companies are charged in a wide-ranging U.S. sting operation with providing U.S. drug traffickers with the materials needed to make fentanyl. Morph maybe sees Dave Packer. The Justice Department announcing the historic charges against four Chinese chemical companies and eight Chinese nationals. Attorney General Merrick Garland. These companies and their employees knowingly conspired to manufacture deadly fentanyl for distribution in the United States. They're all accused of making and covertly shipping chemicals to Mexico that they allegedly knew would be used to manufacture fentanyl that would be then distributed in the U.S. Garland saying the DOJ is committed to disrupting the fentanyl trade in every part of the world. Dave Packer, ABC News. The Supreme Court has rejected a Republican-led challenge to a Biden administration policy that prioritizes the deportation of immigrants who are deemed to pose the greatest risk to the public safety or were picked up at the border. Republicans argue the policy is too limiting. The justices voted 8-1 to to allow the long-blocked policy to take effect. The ruling recognizes there's not enough money or manpower to deport all 11 million or so people who are in the U.S. illegally. Louisiana and Texas had argued federal immigration law requires authorities to detain and deport even those who pose little or no risk. Fifteen states have banned or severely restricted abortion in the year since Roe v. Wade was overturned. Democrats see reproductive rights as a major mobilizing issue for 2024. More from ABC's Lindsay Watts. Democrats want to show voters they're continuing to fight for abortion rights. They're bashing Republicans they say are out of line with public opinion. President Biden signing an executive order aimed to increase access to low-cost birth control. And congressional Democrats are introducing new legislation focused on reproductive rights. The measures are largely symbolic, one year after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries. We'll stand up for reproductive freedom today. We'll stand up for reproductive freedom tomorrow. We will stand up for reproductive freedom forever. Lindsay Watts, ABC News, Washington. Speaking at a gathering of evangelical Christians, former Vice President Mike Pence urged his rivals for the Republican presidential nomination to support a 15-week federal abortion ban at minimum. The call at the Faith and Freedom Coalition's annual conference came a day before the first anniversary of Roe v. Wade being overturned. It amounted to a challenge for the GOP frontrunner Donald Trump, who's been reluctant to endorse a federal abortion ban. The former president is set to address the group on Saturday night. And there have been growing calls for more research into how psychedelic drugs can treat a range of issues. More if maybe sees Brian Clark. The director of the Division of Psychiatry and the FDA's Drug Evaluation and Research Center says psychedelic drugs show initial promise for treatment of mood, anxiety, and substance use disorders, but that their unique characteristics should be considered when designing a clinical study. 
But this statement in itself is a first. The FDA, for the first time, is issuing draft guidance on clinical trials involving psychedelic drugs. This guidance, now open for public comment, includes several factors to consider, including the potential for abuse of these drugs. Brian Clark, ABC News. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.